Hello and welcome to Corbett's Comments. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as I share biblical exposition and commentary. I truly believe that God's Word is one of our greatest helps as we live for Him in the world today. And so like the psalmist, let us agree to hide His Word in our hearts that we may not sin against Him. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about loyalty as I comment on Psalm 136, verses 1 through 4. This passage reads, O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of gods, for His mercy endureth forever. O give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His mercy endureth forever. To Him alone doeth great wonders, for His mercy endureth forever. One thing that's certain about the United States, we love our college sports. Now, in some places, basketball is the reigning sport, but in the South, where I live, college football is king. And that reminds me of a funny story. At least, I think it's a funny story. During the early days of the University of Alabama, the school was all male. No females were allowed to enroll. Now, one year at the beginning of the 20th century, the all-male student body went on strike. Yeah, they wouldn't leave their dorms. These young men had two demands, just two. First, they wanted the administration to allow women to enroll. The leaders of the university, after some deliberation, agreed to this demand, but they objected to the second one, which was for the university to form an intercollegiate football team. This was a bridge too far for the school's elders. They refused, protesting, football's a northern sport and it'll never catch on down here. Besides, it's much too hot in Alabama to play football. (laughs) Bear Bryant would disagree, I'm sure. In Alabama, people are passionately loyal to their chosen team, to the point that college football has almost become a religion. It matters not if your team has a bad season because there's always next year. Team rivalries are intense, so much so that head coaches with a losing record will be forgiven if they beat their interstate rivals. The entire state of Alabama comes to a screeching halt during the annual Auburn-Alabama Iron Bowl tilt. Now, you'd think it had snowed. Uh, The streets are so empty. If you're from Alabama, you know what I mean. As loyal as people are to their sports teams, there is one who is even more loyal to those whom he loves, Yahweh God. As Proverbs 18.23 says, There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And for us, that one is Almighty God. You see, the term that is translated mercy in Psalm 136 in the King James Bible is the Hebrew word kesed and it is probably better translated as steadfast love. That is, the psalmist wrote that God loved His people with an everlasting love, one that would not end, a steadfast love, which was going to be for them regardless of what they did or did not do. Now, the Bible and history are replete with tales of traitors. Bathsheba betrayed Samson. David betrayed Uriah. The children of Israel betrayed God, and they were described by Him as playing the harlot 
or prostituting themselves to the ways of the world as they rejected the love and the ways of God. Judas and Peter betrayed Jesus. Ananias and Sapphira, they betrayed the Holy Spirit. In our own country, Benedict Arnold betrayed the Continental Army and his name became a synonym for a traitor. CIA officer Aldrich Ames betrayed his country and dozens of agents behind the Iron Curtain because he wanted a new car. And besides all of that, husbands and wives cheat on each other, parents betray their children by abusing them, and friends turn on one another. Sadly, loyalty is not a common human trait. But just as the Bible records human treachery, it also records God's loyalty to His creation, and particularly to people who are His highest creation. The remainder of Psalm 136 is a laundry list of what God had done for Israel up to that time when the psalmist was writing. This included everything from creating a wonderful world for His people to live in, to delivering them from slavery in Egypt, and also defeating the enemy kings that tried to keep God's people from their promised land. God stood, high, stood by His people like that friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Now, despite God's loyalty, His people betrayed Him, and they turned to other gods and other ways of life. In response, God doubled down on His loyalty. You see, He knew that people were frail and limited. He saw that they were hapless, helpless, and hopeless in their sin. He could have turned His back, but instead He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus, to save people from their sin. Paul described God's loyalty to people in this way in Romans 5, 6-8. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God committed His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, not only does God stand by the people He created, but He also acts to save them from themselves. This truly is steadfast, patient, enduring love. It's also the ultimate example of loyalty. Even more than that, God through the Holy Spirit helps people to be loyal too by writing His Word on their hearts and empowering them to walk in the light of His Word. Because God is loyal to us, we can be loyal to Him. And we can also be loyal to our families, our churches, our communities, our friends, and our comrades. So thank God today for His everlasting mercy, His steadfast love, and sticking to us even closer than a brother. Ask Him to help you to be loyal to Him and His creation as well, for He surely deserves it. Before I go, let me share my new book with you. Seminary taught me to be a pastor, but the Army taught me to be a leader. I would like to share how God melded those two skill sets in my new book, Decently and in Order. It's available now on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle. If you want to know more about effectively leading teams and events, check out Decently and in Order on Amazon.com. I believe you will find it eye-opening and helpful. That's Decently and in Order by Otis Corbett. Thanks for taking a look. Thanks for listening. 
I'll be back soon to comment on more scripture that we can consider together to help us in our everyday lives. Every blessing. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett.